Welcome to Chicks On Site, where we are talking about all things new construction and how to become uncommon in new home sales. I'm Ashley, and Teresa, unfortunately, couldn't be with us this week. She's got some busy sales she's working on, but I do have one of my absolute favorite online sales counselors with us today. Her name is Corey, and I will have you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Corey. Thank you, Ashley. Well, I'm super excited to be here with you today. Um, I wish I could have met Teresa, but uh, maybe next time. And uh, yeah, so I have been an OSC for almost seven years now. Um, OSCs are the people that connect you with all those leads and everyone that requests info from our website and Zillow and everything else that you can think of. So I have been doing that for a long time. And um, ever since I started, I, I think it's it is a completely different job than when I started. So we'll get into that in a little bit. But um, I'm originally from Argentina. So that's why you might hear a crazy accent. Um, <laughs> and I also I also speak Italian and English. So if you have questions about that, let me know. Uh, but yes, I have been in OSC for seven years. I recently also started working in marketing with my own company with Beacon Homes in Oklahoma. And I really love that too. And then in the last year, I presented at IBS. Um, and while we did that, we worked on some winter crossing with Michael Landers. And we are working on what we call uh, training for people from all different backgrounds um, that will help out OSCs kind of bridge that, that space that we sometimes get into trouble with because it's very different from when you're on site and you can actually see a person. And you can talk to them face to face and have a better relationship that way. And when you're on the phone, it's really hard to help all those people that may have a different accent or may have different needs and you don't know how to help them. So we're working on that. And I think it's going to be wonderful as well. That's awesome. That's definitely a great piece because you're right. You know, you get someone in front of you and it's a little easier. You can read their body language, their facial expressions or working through language barriers it's definitely a little easier when you're face to face so yes definitely definitely and sometimes it's even harder when you are working with someone that's from a different generation as well to yeah. reach that over the phone or over chat or text so we're we're working on that and um i think it's really going to help a lot of OSEs and hopefully we can bring that to the the on-site side of sales as well that's really cool. Well, that's awesome. Congratulations. Corey and myself, we worked together. What was that? Like 2013, 2014? Yeah, I think wow. so. Yes. That, it, we worked together for like two years, maybe. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, it's awesome to hear about all of your success. And I know you're out in Idaho now, right? Yes, I live in Boise, Idaho. Moved out of Raleigh, North Carolina, right before the pandemic. <laughs> and um, we ended up here and we love it. But the builder I work for is in Oklahoma City. So it's been really fun to be able to work um, remotely for them. And it's funny because I only met the sales team twice in the last year and a half that I've been working with them. So it's, <laughs> it's, um, it's a really fun experience for sure. That's really cool. So have you guys been seeing... Cause I know down here in the Florida market and I know in Raleigh too, we're getting a you know, crazy amount of relocation. Have you been seeing that out in, you know, Oklahoma, also Idaho, I'm sure too. Yes. Yeah. So I started seeing relocation um, when I was working here in Idaho 
in 20, 2019, like the end of 2019, an insane amount of people wanting to get out of California, Washington, and Oregon. And they ended up here in Boise because um, it's like the hottest market in the country right now. It's insane. And um, and then we are also seeing that in Oklahoma, which is weird because it's in the middle of the U.S. And we are seeing a lot of people from Texas, from Colorado, and also California as well, which is very different to what we used to get in Raleigh, which was pretty much New York and Florida. Correct. <laughs> um, yep. So that's kind of where this cultural training came from, the idea of helping us as an OSC, because we're the front face, we're the, the, the first person representing our company to those who have ne- probably never heard about us, especially if you work for a local builder like myself, mm-hmm. where they haven't heard about the Lennar of Boise or the Lennar of Oklahoma City. So my company's local and people relocating have never heard of Beacon Homes. So right. we have to make sure we are the representing our company the best way possible and how do you do that for people that don't really know much about what to expect in your market because they may have researched the weather the schools and all the other things that you think about when you're moving to a place but for example when we were in Raleigh we couldn't build basements and people from other states wanted a basement and that's the only thing they knew about so as an OSC sometimes it was my job to try to help them understand why we couldn't build a basement. And if you couldn't build a basement, why did you want a basement? Was it for storage? Was it because you have a band and you want to play music really loud? And how could we switch your needs from a basement to maybe uh, finish their floor? So all those different cultural pieces that sometimes if you didn't have a good management team or a good coaching person that could help you navigate those things, it would be a really hard, no, we can't build a basement and you just lost a customer. So how can you nurture that person and help them understand better what your market and what your company can do while still fulfill their their needs from all different backgrounds, different ages, different countries, different accents, different within the US, so many different uh, personalities and needs and everything. So that's kind of the relocation was the biggest piece of in my head that that reminded me like how did I feel when I moved to the U.S. how did my parents feel when they moved to Italy and we wanted a backyard and you cannot get a backyard in Italy and how did we understand that that was something that we couldn't get so that's kind of where it came from (laughs) that's an awesome I mean it's an awesome reminder because there's so many times that you know, on site, we forget that because we're on this, you know, the day to day of, oh, hey, welcome to our model home. Here's what we can offer. (laughs) You know, it's like you take, you forget to take that step back and say, thank you to the online sales team for one, already hitting all of those components for us, you know, like setting up the precedent of who the builder is, our reputation and all those things. I know our team down here, our online sales team, we joke because we have a lot of questions about alligators and if they're going to like <laughs> hop into people's houses. Um, we get the basement question in Florida also, which is super interesting. I'm like, you know, I, I know it seems, you know, Florida's kind of wild, but people are like, are you sure you can't build a basement down there? I'm like, mm, do you want to swim in it? 
or like <laughs> but, um, the alligator question. Those are our, um, we always giggle about those because people are like, are you sure I be in my backyard? And I'm like, well, <laughs> we can't yeah. guarantee it. <laughs> I uh, love watching like those videos where they find the alligator just swimming in the pool. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so I know. Funny. It is. It is. And it happens. So it's like, you know, you can't tell people from New York, like, Oh no, you'll be fine. I'm like, I don't know. You should keep your eyes open if you're out back. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. But I mean, there's a lot of time, you know, it's like, it's a, we forget to thank y'all because a lot of those things have already been talked about or you guys have narrowed them down for us. So, you know, I, I always, I know when we work together, I know it was, I still remember like the handoff process was always seamless. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you want to elaborate a little more on that, I'm sure you could do a better job than I can. But um, the handoff of the appointment, like, how do you handle that? What have you changed about it? Um, Because you're always so great. (laughs) Well, you are always one of the best ones. And I have to say that about Ashley. She was the person and I have an obsession with pens of different colors and notebooks and stuff. And I know Ashley (laughs) had that, too. So I know we connect. (laughs) <laughs> we connected very well on that uh, so I I knew she was very organized and that, that was amazing for me and for my co-worker I mean that we loved that we knew if Ashley had something in the calendar it was good to go and it was real so um, the handoff has kind of the theory of the handoff is still the same make sure your calendar as an on-site agent is updated for the love of God, please, <laughs> because we we are working so hard to make sure you get those leads correctly. And something that some, but we as OSCs have very clear in our minds. And sometimes the on-site agent doesn't because you're there to sell a home. You shouldn't care about how much an, a lead costs. But once I heard from my management, how much a lead cost to camp to come to me I was blown away by how how much I was being trusted by my company so at the time five six years ago one lead was like three hundred dollars wow it didn't matter if that lead became an appointment or not but every time I picked up the phone I felt like three hundred dollars were flying out of of the phone trying to become something so if you think about it that way I get $300 entrusted to me by my company. How am I going to turn that into an appointment? And I do that. And then when I go to set it up for you, you are telling me you're free. I set it up. And then 20 minutes later, 45 minutes, maybe sometimes four hours later, you call me and you tell me, oh, no, I actually am writing a contract at that time. I can't meet with them. Nobody else can. And that's heartbreaking for the prospect that's heartbreaking for the OSC and management's probably going to be upset with you because yep. that's money flying out the window. If you can't get them rescheduled. And yes, I know it's sometimes on-site agents think, well, if they can't reschedule, they're not a real lead, but they are. Cause maybe at that same time, they're going to see the, the builder next door to you and they'll buy with them because exactly. they're looking for a home. It doesn't matter if it's with you or with someone else, if they haven't met you, they're just going to go buy somewhere else because you tell them you, they had an expectation of meeting with you and then you cancel on them. And that just speaks for the whole company. So for the handoff process, the number one thing is always keep your calendar updated, please. However your company does it, Outlook, Calendly, if if you want to share your Apple calendar with your OSC, just anything that helps them keep that 
that knowing what you're doing is going to be amazing. And then nowadays, most of what I do is over text. I know back in the day, we used to send the appointment confirmation email. Mm -hmm. Um, Nowadays, I just keep like in my notes, different appointment confirmation text templates that I just fill out super fast. And I'm able to send it and copy your on-site agents and be like, you're meeting with Emily tomorrow at noon. This is the address. Click here for Google Maps. And she's copied here. It's super fast, super easy. Our agents see it right away. Our client can text the person and they get the Google Maps address. So I can't, I know for sure they'll find it. And I know we won't lose that appointment for not having good directions. Yeah, I love Um, that. That's a great idea. Yeah. And I know it doesn't translate to the CRM and that's a problem sometimes for management. Um, But as long as you go in there and you put that you send the text and your on-site agent replies to it, Sometimes even like a quick emoji is like, hey, see you tomorrow, winky face. That's it. <laughs> Someone yep. knows you're a real person on the other side. It's great too, because then you have their contact in your phone, you're ready to roll, you know, and you already yeah. have a piece. And so many people now text, you know, people leave my office, send me a text and, hey, that was so great. Thank you. And I'm like, well, this is different. I'm like, you know, <laughs> two years ago, I had to be like, hi, am I allowed to text you? Um, right? and you would text them and no one would answer me. Now they're, you know, our best friend because they need a house. So, (laughs) yes. And the other thing, too, is when you're texting from an iPhone, sometimes even your photo is already loaded to your contact and people see who you are. It's like, oh, it's Corey. She's the same person I was talking to from the website. Look at her picture. She's the same person. And she's connecting me with Ashley, who's a real person, too. Yeah. Um, And I don't know, I always think about that as a woman by myself. Like if I was looking for a home and I was going to meet with a random Ashley person, I would want to know that Ashley looks like the Ashley that was texting me. Yeah, (laughs) that's a great point. I don't know if someone else does that. And I would love to know if someone else is as like paranoid (laughs) as me. But uh, (laughs) but if you do, please let me know. (laughs) If you're Um, as paranoid as I am as well, because I'm the same (laughs) way. I'm like, who is this person? Because you don't know who you're talking to. Right. And then am I going to meet you at a certain time at a certain place? And is it the right place? And you can look it up on Google Maps. And That's um, awesome. Yeah, that's a great. And then you easily plug it into CRM. Yeah, it's super quick and easy. And then I don't know, that's kind of what we do nowadays. And sometimes when I was local with the same with my builder, we would record a quick five second video like, hi, it's the two of us, you're going to meet with us. And I would send that over a text too. Oh, that's a nice. well. cool idea. Nice personal touch. Yeah. Yep. And that's pretty um, cool. And so question really on like qualified leads, because I feel like this is yeah. something that not a lot of, not every builder trains us on, but I know when we were with um, Royal Oaks, we had a great training program with Myers and everything was very transparent. You know, this is how much we mm-hmm. get and this is, you know, traffic wise and whatever it may be. But do you have like a... Um, a figure or just general idea of the amount of leads that come from our online sales team that are qualified and like ready to purchase. Because I feel, you know, as part of the sales team, sometimes we take an online sales appointment. We're like, Oh yeah, that's just another appointment. But I know in past lives that there have been, you know, statistics on how like the qualified, the buyer, how qualified the buyer is. Yeah. So just as an example, and this is like from the company I'm with now, and we have a great marketing team, their group two, they're amazing. 
So they they give us really good leads. Um, we have about, I would say, six to 7,000 people visiting just our website every month, right? Wow. Um, out of those, we'll get maybe 80, maybe 75 leads. And out of that, we'll get 40 to 30 appointments. So it's a really high number of people that are reaching out and then becoming an appointment. So it's like 85% of everyone that's a lead becomes an appointment. That's amazing. That is yeah. great. So, I mean, and then, translates, you know, two to sales. And right now I think we're kind of in a, you know, a tougher market to say for sure. Yeah, that's definitely a sale that generated from it because we're on every market's different with wait lists and new phases. Mm-hmm. But I know, you know, that when those buyers come in, they know about it because y'all have set us up. So it's just yeah. something that a lot of times we have to keep in mind as the sales team. Yes, it's hard sometimes, especially in a market like this. I know a lot of people are concerned about how are the waiting list being handled and who's going to reach out to the person first. And I think at the end of the day, something that we have to think about is that we're all pulling for the same company. And if we sell a home, whether it was an OSE um, contribution sell or not, but you help out, you're probably going to get paid. And if the company's doing well, you're going to succeed eventually. Um, So it's, it, it comes and goes and it goes both ways. Sometimes you get a great appointment and sometimes you get a prospect that told you they wanted a certain home and then they show up and they change their story. <laughs> so <laughs> sometimes it's a great appointment. Sometimes it's not a great appointment, but hopefully at the end of the day, it evens itself out. It does. And, you know, I always say, you know, half of at least half of my sales right now come from online because in, in like a true online appointment from our team because they are the ones that are out there day in and day out getting those phone calls. And, you know, it's just, it's a thankless job sometimes. I appreciate you guys. And it'll <laughs> work, I know you'll work crazy hours. So. Yeah, we know about it. Both, I mean, every side of new home sales right now is crazy. I know. And I think we all sometimes need more appreciation for for the the other teammates because sometimes OSCs are like well they go home after five and I still have to answer the phone until like eight and it's like no they they go home but they still answer their phone and you're doing contracts on your day off or you're trying to dig leads because you have a cap on yourselves and you're just trying to keep your people updated I mean it's a crazy world and Hopefully you are going to get out of it better than we came into it. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I think we're maybe seeing the other side, but who knows? We'll be in it. You know. <laughs> One day. We're, we're going to get better every day. So, yep. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I appreciate you sharing all that insight. Is there anything else you'd love to share with like new home agents, realtors in general, any other little tidbits from your perspective? Um, no, really just that. Just keep your communication open between OSE and sales and just keep that in mind that you're you're working for the same company and sometimes it can feel like it is OSEs against the sales team and it is not you're in this together and the more you communicate the better it's going to be for everyone at the end of the day so I hope that helps I love that it definitely does I appreciate you coming on chicks on site and helping us get better every day. We're here to just become the best we can be. So I appreciate it, Corey. 
Thank you. Thank you. I'm super excited for this new adventure for you and Teresa. And I uh, can't wait to see how far you go. Yeah, of course. And you got to keep us all updated too on your, tr- your cultural trainings. That sounds like it's going to be awesome with uh, Michael Landers. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay.